your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. So today on All Around the Leagues, uh, a very exciting interview uh, for me. Uh, the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League is a new league to our coverage for 2021. Uh, Sharpie approached me uh, on, well, I approached the Hearts Advertiser on Twitter and Sharpie put his hands up and said, yep, yeah, I'll do it. He's taking on the the role of uh, contributor to the All Around the League show for next season. Uh, Sharpie, as we've just had a chat and he describes himself as uh, Mr. Blacksmiths, he's the, he's the player, he's the manager, he's the chairman, he's the secretary, he does all of all of the jobs for the club. So um, obviously a bit of a grassroots hero uh, for his club. Uh, clubs can't survive without people like Sharpie. Um, Sharpie's thank gonna, you, thank you very much. No problem, mate. Sharpie's going to introduce us to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League. Tell us a bit about the league and then about Blacksmiths. Sharpie, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad, thanks for having us. No problem, um, mate. Yeah, so I run the Blacksmith. Uh, we're playing the Hearts Advertiser League. Um, it's a league predominantly based in the St Albans area. Um, we've sort of branched out a bit further to the other local towns and uh, what have you nearby over the last few seasons due to, unfortunately, the demise of a couple of other leagues. Um, and, yeah, just obviously needing to, to spread out a bit. Um, the league's been going near on 70 years, I think, now. Wow. Uh, I, think it's, I think it might be a 70th. Well, I, I, I might get that wrong, 70th or 65th anniversary, something like that this year, because um, there was talk about doing a bigger presentation. And um, they, they've been running as the, the Hearts Advertiser Year. Uh, that's a sponsorship from the local paper. Um, that's been going on for a number of years now as well. And they had there was a second league in St Albans, uh, the Verulam and District Sunday League, which uh, was actually taken over by the Hearts Advertiser League um, in the early 2000s. Okay. Um, which which enabled it to grow a bit more. Um, from my side, from the Blacksmiths, Blacksmiths, we've been running since 2012 now. Um, the club was uh, founded by a very good friend of mine called Dean Skipsey, um, who me and him alongside each other have pretty much run it from nearly from the off. He done it the first year, and I, I, I sort of tagged on on towards the back end of that year, and uh, and then from the following year helped him out. Um, the club's had reasonable amount of success when we when they first started out. They finished mid-table in Division Three, and then the following year won Division Three and the Junior Cup. Got to the final, of the Intermediate Cup, quarter final of the County Cup, and then the year after that we won Division Two. Again, got to the quarterfinals of the County Cup, and then we got bumped up two leagues to the Prem. Um, probably a little bit too soon. We were sort of attracting the odd player here and there to strokes and as, as we went up, and it was a bit of a big jump. And yeah, it, it showed we lost a couple of players, um, and, and then got relegated back down to Division One. And then yeah, they've pretty much been in Division One since then um, until uh, last season when they were back in the Prem after winning. Uh, Division One the year before. Um, in 2017, we took on a reserve side. Um, a friend of ours um, just attached his team to us, came Blacksmith Reserves. And then the year after that, I actually um, stopped playing for the first team. And a group of lads from the company I work for um, wanted to set up for our own team. But with unsureties on 
commitment level and stuff like that, we just became the Blacksmith third team. Okay. Um, and, and yeah, we actually had run three sides for the last two seasons. Um, as I said, the two seasons ago, first one, Division One, uh, got to the County Cup final for the, for a second time, unfortunately lost again. And nah. um, the third team won Division Three, uh, got to the County Cup semi finals, got knocked out against a very, very good uh, side from Chesson. Um, and the last season, um, the first, really unfortunate actually, they had, they had a really good side to side that got to the County Cup final. Um, and Dean was, was really looking forward to sort of testing against the best sides around. And um, unfortunately, commitment level-wise, it just didn't didn't work out for them. Um, they had a couple of really good results. Um, they just edged out by the league champions and they drew with the former five-time County Cup winners, so-called Skewbridge. Um, but then they'd lose to the team at the bottom of the league 2-0 the following week. It was one of those. No. Um, the, the reserves were... My, we, my side after winning Division 3 we actually overtook the reserves and we became the reserves the yeah. reserves become the thirds um, we was top of the, we, we drew our first game of the season struggled in the second game and then literally just went on a run and yeah it was, I think it was played 14 won 13 drew 1 at the stage that it was all stopped by Covid uh-huh. um, so pretty confident we would have gone on to win that it was like 7 clear with 2 games in hand something silly like that um, and the, actually, the third team were actually second, uh, were top of their league. Um, it wasn't in there. I know it might have been in their hands actually. So we could have ended with a successful season, but unfortunately, the league's got null and void. And yeah, and um, the cups are finishing at the start of this year. So, but yeah, ultimately, it was a it was a good a good year. And then in this summer, unfortunately, the third team have sort of split up. So they one latched onto another club. The other half have started up a new team, and then Dean. Best, to his best efforts has tried to keep the committed players he had together but found it really difficult to attract new players mm. we didn't have enough between us to both go well, look here's a here's his two teams um, we didn't quite have enough so he actually merged with another side in our league to, to keep going so they've gone over to a side called AFC Rangers now and my what were initially the thirds and then reserves are now just the only first team and we're up in Division 1 so yeah that, that's, that's sort of a brief history. Uh, we've had a bit of success. We've obviously, like I said, we've won a couple of league titles from three, two, and obviously Division One. Never, never. Only had two seasons in the Prem, and and, and both times we fell fell quite quite short. Usually because of commitment issues, which is obviously I'm sure are ongoing thing for a lot of yeah. states. Um, and yeah, County Cup. We've got a bit of a love hate relationship with the County Cup. I suppose <laughs> we love it. They hate us. We get to the semi finals. Two finals, things manage the team into two finals. Um, my team both years have got quarterfinals, semi-finals. I don't think a year's gone by that we haven't had a team in the got to the quarterfinal. Maybe one year when we was in the senior, and yeah, we just can't, we just can't seem to win it. To be honest, but <laughs> it's, um, yeah, no, no, it's reasonable success. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good, it's a good club, and um, yeah, there, there was a, an opportunity actually when Dean and the guys from the first team moved over to AFC Rangers for us to actually go as well become their reserve team just to help out with if people were struggling numbers one week but yeah, yeah I don't know it's sort of uh, embedded in me now and I, I, I said to my missus at the time when I was contemplating it I said I, I, I just couldn't imagine there not being a blacksmith now so no, it, get, it, it, gets, it gets like that doesn't it there's, there's an element yeah. there's an element of pride and an element of um, legacy and, and wanting to to have your own club essentially you've put yeah. all the work into it over the years and uh, you see a lot of teams sort of chopping and changing clubs the same 15 16 players chopping and changing club names and yeah. 
and whilst these clubs try and claim oh we've won this we've won that essentially it's different names on the trophies that they are winning along the way and there's, yeah, sort of, of there's, there's no history built up so I know I respect you for wanting to keep uh, the blacksmith's name going uh, definitely yeah where do you stand on the uh, um where do you stand on the points per game and and uh, null and void uh, vote where, if did your league offer you the vote or was it just a decision no they didn't want to put it out to a vote they, they said look we're gonna we feel like we should make the decision uh, whatever it should be and then people just sort of be happy with it they I know we got an early indication that they were, the committee was actually really really keen on finishing the cup competitions they thought it would be quite a lot easier to do it we I think I said it on when I spoke to you previously um, all of our cups are pretty much at semi-final to a quarter-final stage um, so it's only a couple of games so they can literally finish it in a couple of weeks Yeah, um, and they've, they've offered it out for like midweeks and stuff so, so we knew that was going to happen with a point per game, some people were up for it, some people weren't. Um, there was a team, obviously we were, we, we, we would have, we would have won it on points per game quite comfortably. Yeah. Um, and I think we deserved it. My, my reserve team last year, we were, we were the best team by, by country mile in that league and yeah, we just got better and better from the year before. Um, our third team as well, they were top. They actually would have won it on a points per game, but only because their closest rivals had played less games. Right. Um, but actually, if their closest rivals had won their two games in hand, which they probably would have, they'd have been dead level. So, from their side of things, I sort of see why they didn't want it on points per game because they would have missed out on on that. <sighs> yeah, it, it sticks to one half, doesn't it? The other, there was certain there was there was a team in the in the prem who were the same as us. They'd won ten out ten out of ten. So, to say that they was going to go on and lose four games and, and, and give the league away would have been no one's managed to do it in half more than half no. of the game so far. So. I think that we was at a point where maybe it could have been done, but I appreciate the league's decision not to. And being honest, I'm, I'm just glad we've still got something to sort of salvage from last year yeah. in terms of the, the intermediate cup that we're in. So, yeah, no, I, I, from a personal perspective, um, it, I, I think even if we weren't in that position, I still would have, and it, if it had gone to a vote, I would have voted for points for game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is. I think it's great that the uh, league seem to want seem to have focused on finishing the cups. I think that's an important day out for clubs to, uh, yeah. to have something to to uh, look forward to. I, I think the league situation. Um, I think teams can understand that. I mean, we had bad weather uh, down this way. I'm sure you did uh, in Hearts yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. January, February, March, we barely barely had any football um, yeah. because of rain and. Um, I think some of our leagues teams had only played 40% of their games teams had played 80% of their games by the time we reached lockdown so I think if all teams were sort of over 75 80% of their games yeah. played then you can look at points per game as, as an option but with it so all over the place um, I don't think it was a fair option especially down, no, especially down this way so luckily um, most leagues I think did did avoid uh, their seasons but I know some yeah. went to points per game but it is what it is um, so yeah, future, the future for blacksmiths obviously you've just said you've gone from three teams to one team so where is the current aspirations with the club is it to stabilise this first team this, this this remaining team and then grow again or is it let's just concentrate well, we, on, on one team for now yeah for now just one team um, look if, if, if a team came along and, and wanted to be a reserve and needed a bit of help I've had a, a few changes in terms of a couple of players in my business now, not and I decided to stay, so I brought a couple in, and yeah, now I'm sort of managing a, a slightly larger number of players. Um, so that would be an option, but yeah, the, the goal for us is to ultimately the team that I've got now um, is, is quite a young team. 
except for me. Um, but we've <laughs> we've got <laughs> they've got really they they're good. They're all good footballers. They're a good good squad we've got, and we've got that core of players that turn up every week. I've got like eight or nine who are there week in week out, which okay. helps. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this year we've we're, we're, towards the back end of before COVID started to sign a couple of lads who are really really good. Uh, two friends of of, of uh, one of the groups of lads in our in our squad. And yeah, they only got to play two games, so there'll be like new signings this season as yeah. well. Um, and then obviously dropped in a couple more as well. Yeah, I, I think I think for this year, the aspirations is to, to challenge in Division One and to get promoted. That to, to the Premier that was always the, the the dream, so to speak. When we started up this team, yeah. in terms of the, when we become Blackburn's third team, it was a bit of a pipe dream because I, I didn't think it was probably good enough. But yeah, we we we, we, we just come on bundles, and yeah, I think we'll. Um, I think I think we'll be challenging. I'm quietly confident we'll be challenging, but and that, that's the game to go there, and just and maybe to win the county cup. We've been trying for eight years, so yeah. it's quite nice to win that. That's the. Um I think county cups. If you if you're not, I, I think the national cup is is quite a way away for a lot of uh, most Sunday league clubs. It's a massive yeah. financial. We took part in it last year, though. Oh, okay. We, yeah, we took part in it last year. Um, the first team took part. Actually, six of my reserve players played in it. Um, we, we 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 actually took on. We played um, Highgate Albion. Oh, right. league. Um Very good. I probably should have been ten 0 down at half time, um, but it was only two and. The, the first team's keeper, uh, Danny Lewis, is a phenomenal goalkeeper. He's one of the best you'll see in Sunday League. I'll, I'll put my put my neck on the line and say that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we come out second half and we we got a chance, scored, and then it was, it was two all, and then they scored a winner in the ninety fourth minute. So it's a good experience. We, we, we was we should never have been in the game, but yeah, we took part in that last year. That would be nice to if we can get back in the prem and uh, and take part in that again because yeah, you just want to test yourself against these good sides, don't you? That are out there, and so many. Just, um, just explain a little bit about the financial sort of responsibility or burden that that playing in the national cup puts on a club. It, it's a big commitment, isn't it? It is a big commitment. Being very honest, we got—I I could say we got lucky. We we drew Highgate, who are from Barnet. Our team's predominantly based in Bournemouth, which is the towns next door to each other. Yeah. Um, so it weren't really so national that we had to travel. Um, the pitch was in was local. It was at Rainers Lane Football Club, very local to us. Um, so being quite honest, we were the away side. We got a couple of hundred quid, and we didn't have to fork anything out, and it just went towards um, towards the club. So we was quite lucky. But I know Adam and, and John and the guys at Highgate, and, and yeah, I know it cost them it cost them an absolute bomb uh, hiring a pitch and and then putting on food and stuff like that. And they get a little bit more than the away side, don't they? But yeah, it, I, it didn't really cover it to be honest. So. Yeah, it, it, it does. It can put a strain in a sense, I suppose. But for me, it's, it, it's worth it. The, the lads loved it, testing themselves against that that higher opposition. And, and yeah, it was it, it was a really good day out. Unfortunately, obviously we lost. But yeah, I can see why teams wouldn't enter if that makes sense because yeah. of the, the the strain. But look, the FA do help you out with a couple of hundred quid, and it is what it is. But yeah, I, 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 if, maybe if we got a bit further. And, had to do travelling and stuff I'd have a different view on it but for me every opportunity I'd get I think Where do you stand on your on your what, what's your favourite are you a league title man or are you a cup final winning man What, what if, lo- had, if you had to love choose a, if I had to choose I'd probably say a cup final just because we ain't got to one for a, I ain't played in one for, a, for about three or four years now since we got since the county cup final loss yeah. uh, the first one Um but look, winning the league title for me is like you're that's the best team over the course of the year, yep. week in, week out. And I just think it shows one of my 
I haven't got many bugbears of Sunday football, but one of them is commitment. And for me, if you're winning the league, every time I've, we've we've won a league title, we've had a committed squad, and it's so good to see like young lads actually committing it, even if they sat on a Saturday. Still coming down on the Sunday morning, paying their subs and, and and going on and winning the league for me, that's that, that's fantastic. But you you, you can't beat a cup final day out. So yeah, um, if, if if you had to push me now, I'd probably say a cup final just based on the fact that I ain't got to one for about four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely day out, and sometimes it's the only time that some of the players on a Sunday have their family and and friends there exactly, to yeah. watch them. Uh, and as yeah. I mean, I've. I've run a team where we've won cup finals and lost cup finals, but um, either way, they're still a nice celebration and a, and a drink yeah. in the evening to commiserate or to celebrate. So of always, course, yeah. always a good occasion and generally at a ground um, that's, that's of a good, nice level and it, and it feels special. So yeah, I'm, I'm a cup final man every single day of the week, but yeah, um, no, definitely. winning the league titles is also nice. So if you can do both next season, that'll be good, wouldn't it? That's the plan, yeah. <laughs> so, biggest <laughs> rival who since 2013 when you started the club, um, who stood out as that team that maybe you look down the fixtures or look through the constitution at the beginning of each year and think, yeah, we, we, yeah. it'll be good to uh, be good to get one over them. So, initially, it was a team called Brooklyn Park. They're still going actually, Brooklyn Park in our league. They're in the front, um, but it was actually their reserve team. Right. So, when we did Division Three, um, we, we we heard about them. They were good. Um, we knocked them out of one cup they knocked us out of the county cup it was us two for the league it was us two for the other cup and out of the four trophies available at our level we won two of them they won two of them right. so straight away initially just the rivalry became yeah fantastic between us um, and yeah nothing logistically not even knowing people I know I know the boys now and, and stuff but yeah, that, that became our rivals put in part reserves and then a year or two later we played a team um, a mate of mine runs it, uh, Lawrence, he's his team, Blackberry Jacks. And I wouldn't even call it a right. If you ask them, they probably wouldn't say we're rivals of them. But it was just because that year, we were phenomenal. And that, our, our name, we felt our name should have been on the County Cup that year. And they knocked us out. And right. from that moment, we just, everyone in the squad just had this sort of rivalry against them. Every time we played them, we, yeah. we just wanted to beat them so bad. <laughs> um, so that sort, of, that sort of emerged out of nowhere. Um, because the Brooklyn Park Reserve, they actually lost one of their teams, so they, the players got sort of scattered around and some left, and some moved to the first team, some moved to their their other team, and it just sort of we, we got promoted, they didn't the following year, and it just sort of fizzled out. And then with the team I'm running now, um, we was in Division Three last year, similar sort of thing with Berkhamsted, uh, with um, sorry, with uh, with Brooklyn Park, a team called Wheathamsted '89. Um, it was us and them for everything and uh, it actually went down for the league title last game of the season um, and it was ended one all. and luckily a point was good enough for us um, quite quite lively game shall we say when yeah. we play against each other yeah. um, and then we both got promoted last year as well um, and yeah we, we've obviously we've, we finished top they were third I think at the time third or fourth um, again we drew, drew each other in a cup of not sure if the league just do it on purpose, just put us up against each other. But yeah, that, over the last <laughs> two seasons, my my team um, and we absolutely have had a really good rivalry. And to be fair, the games between us are always really good. They're always really lively. A few tackles flying. Yep. A couple of red cards have happened over the... I think we've played each other like seven times in two years or something silly like that. So, but um, yeah, it, it, and, and then obviously going down for the league title at their place was, was a big, big day for us. Being very frank, um, I've gotten really well with Lee 
who runs it, runs where you did. And um, I, we've probably not played well. The only time we played well against them was the first time, and that was the only time they beat us. Yeah. And we, we I don't know what it is. Um, they play really well against us. We just sort of ride our luck a lot and just seem to nick some things, which... For my my voice makes it better for them. Um, we, yeah, it, it, it's a, unfortunately they haven't come up with us this year, which is a shame. So yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure new new rivalry. But yeah, definitely definitely those three teams over the course of since we started have been our main sort of rivals for different reasons. You definitely need it. You need a rivalry, and I don't mean. When I ask that question, I don't mean a team that you've had punch-ups with or anything exactly, like that. Yeah. It's just you need those games that you think, yeah, we, we, we look, you need a game like that to be up up for. I mean, if you drew them in a cup, even though they're in a in a lower division than you now, um, by the sounds of it, um, yeah. you'd be up for it. Your team, your players wouldn't take it for granted. So many times, um, you play teams in lower divisions in cups, and you and you and, you, and if you're in a higher division, you, your players take it lightly. It sounds like that wouldn't happen against uh, against. No, it wouldn't. They're a good players. side as well. I think. I think if um, I think they do because of COVID, it's quite difficult to do promotions, relegations. It's like, how do you do it if you have a game and stuff like this? Yeah. Um, but the league has actually done really well to even it out. And there's a couple of teams, fair play to them, that from Division One that they were going to put down, and they said, "No, we want to stay in Division One. We don't want to go down. We want to stay at that level." So yeah. I think they may have crept up if that had been the case. Hadn't been the case, but I think they'll do, they'll do well next year. And I'd like to see them do well as well. Cause, uh, like I say, Lee, Lee runs with him, so he's a really nice guy. So I'd like to see him do well. Um, but yeah, we, we, we just the league's grown this year, so it's really good. And being quite frank, if I'm, without sounding too big-headed. When we knew we was going up to Division One, I, I looked at it and I looked at the team that was going to be in it. And I thought to myself, I, fan- I really fancy us to win it. Really fancy us to win it. It felt like to, to, to win and go up to the Prem for, for the following season. But now, and it's obviously good uh, and that they've, a number of teams have come over and three or four of them come into our league. And our, our Division One next year is going to be very, very, very competitive. It's the best it's been that I've seen for, for ages. That's the good thing. I mean, lots of leagues seem to have taken this opportunity. Uh, league uh, teams also have taken the opportunity to have a look around in the local area, join join thriving leagues, and and leagues have taken the opportunity to rejig their constitution. Uh, obviously, with the teams voting in the constitutions uh, before it all happens, but um, leagues have really taken the opportunity with, with the voided season last year to to put put perhaps their constitutions back into place correctly. Uh, and I'm seeing yeah. real, I'm seeing lots of that happening uh, around uh, our coverage area. That that leagues are doing a fantastic job on their constitution. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are really. Well. We've gone from I think it's 43 to 50. Um, so yeah, that's obviously good. And then there's I, I know there's, there's there's plans just to continue to grow. You see some of the leagues in, in South London and in London itself. Barnet just down the road. They've got yeah. 70 teams next year. It's, yeah. it's, it's brilliant. I saw. I think it's the Woolwich and Elton League. They're nearly or they're at a hundred teams. It's fantastic. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah it's, 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 um, it's really good to see. And yes, I'm just glad that we are as well. Because a couple of years back, when 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 I first started playing, we had like six divisions, I think, and then it went down to four. And one of those only had nine in it, and it was like, oh, what's happening to Sunday football? Yeah. But I feel like it's a bit of a resurgence, which is really good. 
massively and and it does and I, I obviously my initial sort of coverage area was was southeast london and north kent but it sounds like the whole of london is thriving at the moment you've got the southern sunday that are 100 teams west Fern, near near enough 100 teams uh Alberton and bromley in this area alone i think they're 85 teams something ridiculous yeah. like that there's lots of teams around this way so i'm absolutely pleased to hear and obviously with yourselves the hearts advertiser join in and and barnet that we're going to find yeah. some coverage for you boys north of the river and the uh the the other side of the tracks uh, as we like to call it down here in south london um but no it's nice to um it's nice to hear that, that grassroots football is thriving everywhere it's great yeah, let's no, talk, it's so let's talk about division one next season uh, i'm changing this yeah. question uh from who would you like to to who do you think would you would like who would you think will win the league so if yeah. not blacksmiths next season who do you think will yeah. win the league who's going to have to finish yeah. above you to win it so I think it's, there's a team that's come over from the, the East Hearts league which is one of our another league close to us um, they was in their prem last year I think they finished in, in the bottom two but we, we've known of them for a couple of years they're a really good side they're called FC Welling okay um, really good side uh, I know that they had a few commitment issues and that's why they've maybe not reached their full potential the year we got to the county cup final we thought we would have ended up playing them, but for whatever reason, they got they got knocked out. And um, yeah, they, they, they come over to our league. They've come into Division One, rightly so, because they would have gone down to their league, Division One. So I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and they've brought in some really, really good players to add to what they've already got. We, uh, as soon as they come over, I was already like, "Oh, they're, they're going to be really tough." And then they brought in some really, really strong players. Yeah, they'll be uh, they'll be tough to beat. Really tough to beat. So, who do you think is going to win the cup? The your your league's. Um FA Cup, the one that everyone enters. Which Division One team has got the best chance of winning it? If not you, boys, probably well in again. Being quite frank, okay. Um, they're, they're, I, I think they'll, they'll be the ones testing. Is this mind? Uh, is this mind games, Sharpie? Is this a bit? Of no, no, game? no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it at all, and no, I'm not just saying it because we've got the first game of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. But um, no, look, they've 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 got a really really good side. Um, their pre-season results speak for themselves. They've they've not had an easy pre-season. They've had, they play some really good sides, and they're yeah they've they've, they've won every game. And they're, yeah, they're they're going to be tough to beat. If we if we finish above them, we win the league. And, okay. And, they, and in the cups, they'll they'll definitely them. I I think we are because we got we got quite far in one of the cups last year from Division Two, and we're a bit stronger. Uh, against some of the Prem teams last year as well, so I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll go far. But yeah, from our league, I think they'll be the team to beat. So yeah, it's a, it'll be a tough one. How's your preseason been going? Going actually, while we're on the while we're on the the, uh, the preseason. Yeah, not bad, not bad. We played our um, last year's Prem champions in the first game, lost three one. Then now made up the path of our first team, so our first team merged with. Um, we, we done really well for eighty minutes, and then. Conceded two at the end, lost three on. It's three seasons, so not too fast. It was a good run out. Yeah. We had our tournament last week. Um, really good level of quality. So there's like five or six different leagues. Uh, we had a team from the Essex Corinthian League come in. Nice. Uh, El Volante. Yeah, so we've got to, we had some teams from different leagues, 15 teams. Uh, there's only eight from our Hearts advertiser. So, yeah, really good. And next year, hopefully, we'll do it a bit bigger and a bit better on that as well. Is that a, um, um, to... is that a charity tournament or anything? Or is it just... No, no, no. It's just an FA-sanctioned tournament. We go go through the Hearts to play with it, get everything signed off properly. And the plan... We've done it last year just as a bit of a test. And we just had eight teams in it. Got some really good feedback from it. So this year, we wanted to go to 20. 
but because of COVID, we thought it wasn't going to happen. Then when we found that it was going to happen, some of the teams had already got like the ranking friendlies and yeah. didn't want to be, which I appreciate some teams didn't want to be in the environment with so many people so soon, which was fine. Like, it's each to their own. Yeah. Um, we, we had to put all of the measures in place for COVID-19 and hand wash stuff and teams to bring their own and, and everything. And we, we got, we probably had extra pitches than we needed. Find at a tournament, each group had two pitches just so there wasn't a lot of swapping and changing between yeah. groups until yeah. the semi final stage. But yeah, no, it was, it was really good. And next year, hopefully, everything stays well and we can carry on playing. Then, yeah, we'll, we'll go for it bigger and better next year and, and continue to go. We've got, we've got a good a good area in St Albans where it's got like seven or eight pitches, so it worked really well. It's literally just hired out the whole whole of that pretty much. and much to the delight of everyone else but yeah no, it was, um, it, was uh, no, it was good it was good really good we got to the final as well again lost to a, to a team on penalties who actually beat us in the group Addyfield Tudors from the Berkhamsted Prem which is sort of now you're getting out towards sort of they're, they're still Hertfordshire but they're on the border of Buckinghamshire so yeah, yeah that's, that's the sort of teams we, we was attracting to it which is good no it was really good good test good tournament's good aren't they you get to play against a variety yeah. of teams so um, and then we've got one this week against a team from they, we, we've come up from Div 2 to Div 1 they've gone from Div 1 to Div 2 so be a good, good test against them and then we'll test up next week nice. um, still not 100% sure what we're next week but, and then that's it and then our next game is uh, on the midweek the 3rd of September which is our quarter final that's when it's uh, when it's going to be played and then the league starts on the 6th nice easy game against SD Welling from the first game so yeah <laughs> Right, so the last question on your predictions. Who's going to be relegated from Div 1? It's a, it's a very tough league. You, there, there's there's a few teams that could challenge, but again, they could finish 7th or 7th out of 10. Um, there's one team in our league um, called uh, Snug Bar. They were in Division 1 last year. They just Everyone below them went down. They didn't. Um, they're a decent little outfit they're not too bad actually um, then some of the new teams come over and they got put down to Division 2 but then asked to stay in Division 1 okay. um, I haven't heard of them bringing anyone in but they're not on social media or anything so you don't really know but yeah look, look, based on the teams that have come in I'd have to say they'd probably be the favourites to go down but yeah the fact that you've got to take hat off to them they are to stay in the league so that's for me, that's they either they either know something I don't, or um, yeah, or, or um, but either way, it's a credit to them. I think, but I, th- I think they'll, I think they might be, they might prop up the league. Um, our old third team manager Andy actually has taken over a team who are in our league now as well, um, and they're also from Cornwood, which is where I'm from. So they they were another one who potentially, I think, a team went down who were level on points with them, right? Um, but there was only one space, so Golding was whatever they went down. They brought in a couple of players. I think they'll be all right because I know the lads they brought in. Um, but yeah, if, if, I, I'd like them to stay up. But if they didn't, then I can fill the line and I can just give him a bit of, bit of crap, can't I? So, <laughs> <be all right. laughs> right, we'll jump ahead. We'll jump ahead a section to uh, the next question, and then we'll get on to the teammates. It'll be your opportunity to uh, yeah. to give them a bit of stick. But who is the best Brilliant. opposition that you faced overall last season? Last season, so do you know what? We actually had a really good run in the county cup in the last 16 or quarter finals. Um, no disrespect to the team that knocked us out, but we're probably beating a better side in the round before. We're yeah. really disappointed. Um, we played a couple of prem teams in the cup, 
which was we beat two of them, got, lost one nil to another one, so we've done really well against them. But in terms of the best team that we played, I still think that we answered our division who we played against were the best team we played. And I don't know if it's just because it was against us and they got up for it and what have you, but that, that was our, that's our toughest. That was our toughest game. I don't know if it's just because they were rivals of ours, but. They're just, they're always good and, and they play really well against us and even playing three te- Prem teams. And I mean, we only lost twice like all of last season in two cup competitions. So, yeah. and a lot of our games were quite comfortable, being honest. But they were, that, that was our toughest game, I think. That was our toughest game. Okay, which was your favourite game all season? Our favourite game was, <laughs> it was a bit of a weird one actually. It was against Wheatampton again, it's in the cup. And we was uh, with about three or four minutes to go with 3 1 down. And then our centre forward, Nathan, uh, Nathan Locke, phenomenal, phenomenal goal scorer. Um, he he managed, somehow scored an absolute worldie and then got a typical goal, uh, goal scorer's goal as well uh, with his head, made it free all. And then I actually had to shoot off because um, my missus was pregnant and yeah, we had, a, yeah. we had somewhere we had to be. So I had to, it got to extra time. I knew this was going to happen. And um, and yeah, and and our our left back held in a free kick in the first half of extra time, and, and we went on to to go through. So driving home and just seeing it pop up was uh, was brilliant. That was definitely our uh, our best game of last season by far. Fantastic. So on to the teammate section. You've got no one in your ear telling you. And uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> um, so your teammates. Who's got the worst banter at Blacksmiths? Worst banter, uh, Jimmy Talbot. Hundred percent. He's my cousin, um, but yeah, he, I, I, I think he. Um, they, he, a group of them play for us together, and I think he maybe tests it out on them, or he goes on the, or goes on his other WhatsApp group and says, "I'll oh, back me up on this," and then he'll say something on the group, and they'll all back him up. I think. So yeah, so I, I, I'll give it to Jimmy on that. <laughs> Who's the worst dressed? Our keeper, definitely Matt Lye. Dresses like he's from still in the nineteen nineties, and he's only twenty six. <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of clubber? Oh, like bootleg jeans. Oh, still. Can't believe they're still making them. <laughs> probably, they're probably not bootleg. I'm just, I'm just wondering. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a good lad. But yeah, no, I, I think he's, uh, he's... I told him I was going to say that as well and he was all right with it. So I just, that speaks volumes, I think. Who's the biggest moaner? So I'm not really going to get away with anyone else other than me. Oh, OK. Um, yeah, so... I, I, yeah, I, I like to say passionate because of everything I do for the club and everything I put in. But the, the lads that say I, I, I shout a lot. That's what, what I get. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take it on the chin for that. I'll have that one. <laughs> Who's got the worst taste in music? So do you know what we don't? We've not really had an opportunity. We didn't really. We did at the start when we first started up as a team, but we've, we've not really had an opportunity. But um, my our right back Callum, I was speaking to my keeper about this and. I don't know why, I just presume that he's, I just very assumptively presume he's got a bad taste in music. And <laughs> then my keeper said he has. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go with him then. So yeah, I've, 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 bit, a bit of a harsh one really, because uh, I haven't really listened to much music from people. But yeah, I'll, I'll go with Callum on that one, Callum. Sort it out, Callum. Right, longest in the shower. Are you a team that showers uh, or are you one of these dirty... Yeah, well, they- no, 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 we are. Well, I say we are, there's four of us. Um, the rest of them take note but yeah it's definitely uh, it's definitely folder Jack folder left back no questions asked nothing more needs to be said on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah that question uh, sometimes sometimes we get um, we get two different answers and and, but we'll leave that one there then yeah yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> who's the uh, who's the players' player for Blacksmiths? Who's the player that leads by example on and off the pitch? So, one second, sorry, just going in back and forth. So, it's a it's a tough one, um, but for me, probably the skipper's good, Tom. Um, he's brilliant on the pitch every week. He helps me out as well, which is which I'm really appreciative of. And um, yeah, we'll uh, I'll go with Tom on that one. He's, he's probably the the player's player in terms of performance-wise last season. Um, it, it's got to be either my centre forward Nathan Locke scored like 42 goals in 18 games, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, or my, my centre midfielder um, Charlie Hunter. He got like in the same amount of games. I think less games, 15 games. He got like 35 assists. So yeah, them two in terms of. If, if we, I think we scrapped the presentation, which is a shame. But I think them two would have got the majority of the votes. To be honest. Sounds like they're two important players for for. Very Christmas. important, mate. Very important. Yeah. Who's the unsung hero? Um, I've, I've slated him for his for his dress sense. I'll, I'll give it to me, keeper. He turns up every Sunday, puts the geese in charge of putting the goals up. He he does my. I'd love to say he doesn't mind about it. He does mind about it, but he still does it. <laughs> so if without him, I mean, I'd have to be on my own, and I do a lot of these anyway. So. Yeah, he's, he's, he's young tongue here. Is that you just being nice to him after slagging off his... Yeah, I feel a bit bad. <laughs> right, so some general uh, grassroots questions now. Um, yep. what, what does the Hearts Advertiser do well uh, in the development and support of Sunday League football? Um, the communication is good. They're always sending out emails and um, mentioning stuff. Some teams might say that they, they forget stuff and in terms of fines, etc., but the, um, being quite frank, is people usually just don't check the emails or things. But yeah, they're, they're good at communicating. Alan got on board with the committee this year and taken it to a whole new level. The committee is really good, but they've been around for a long time. Yeah. So Alan's a bit younger. He's put a bit of fresh blood into it. And yeah, it's really appealed to everyone. Um, he's got everyone on board. So just silly little things. Set up a WhatsApp group with all the managers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, it's just little things like that. They're, they're, they're going in the right direction. It's really good to see. Of course, they've uh, they've let you get involved with the podcast. So obviously, yeah, of uh, course, yeah, that's a big step forward in communication and and sp- Massive, and sharing yeah. news about the league. So we're we're very happy to have um, such a good committee uh, and yourself, obviously, be involved with the yeah, no, the podcast. Good Where do we need to improve, Sharpie? <sighs> is, is this in terms of running leagues or anything football? you want? Any anything that you think is the standout uh, need of improvement in in Sunday football? Commitment, like I don't think people understand how much goes into running a team, and I see it all the time. Like last year, with our first team, being team is so hard to see. He does so much, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and then he's turning up, and he's, he's got such a good side, and then he's turned up with eleven players who, no disrespect, but four of them would rather, rather be on his bench, and yeah. it's, just, it's just so difficult. It's so bad. I feel I feel for teams, and I know how much people go through. Touch wood at the moment. I'm lucky that I've got a squad that. That are quite committed, and we, we've literally scraped by with a, with a wafer from squad for the last two seasons. But I know how hard it is for teams, and, and yeah, the commitment levels just players. Just sort of, look, if you're going to sign on and, and play, then then be committed. Let everyone goes out on a Saturday night. It happens, you know what I mean? But there's some that are just reoccurring, and it's, it's really hard to manage, especially when they're the good players. When I mean, they do turn up, you're obliged to play because you want to do well, especially when you're in the, in the higher divisions. It's really hard to drop your best player. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, the commitment for me is the, is the standout thing where just, yeah, just, I, I, I think we're seeing it a bit more. 
seeing it a bit more now, the commitment's a bit better. So, yeah, I think uh, a lot of hopefully that continues to improve. Yeah, we. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Especially yeah. with teams that scrape together their 12, 13 or, or 11 players as it must, as it as it seems uh, a lot of the time that you can't just drop a bloke because he didn't come to training or whatever if you don't train, if he just didn't turn up the week before. These teams, A, they rely on the player to be a number uh, on the pitch and B, they probably need the tenor that he's going to pay for turning up. Exactly. So, uh, exactly. It's, very, it's very hard for teams to, to just say to players, look, you're not turning up every week it, it, and can you like, just leave because essentially they need the player on the pitch or they need, or they need the tenor to keep the club running it's it's very yeah. hard isn't it and it and um, I, exactly that. I've been there as a manager myself when you when you're phoning around at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning to try and get one of the players to turn up after he's been out all night and just the fact yeah. that he turns up pissed and he's and he's rubbish during the game, but but you but you still manage to scrape the eleven together. If you get exactly, win, yeah. if you get on the win, if you get a win on the back of all of that, it, it, it does feel a bit better. But you'd rather not have to do yeah. it. Exactly. We always try and say, look, if, if someone tells me two days in advance, two days in advance that I can't make it, it's fine. But just don't don't just not turn up on the day. I can try and get someone else in. People who know people who can't commit to Sundays, but we play the odd game and we can get emergency signed on or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But ultimately, don't just leave us in the lurch. And yeah, luckily, my lot are quite good with that. So, but yeah, I know some teams have folded from it, and it's really sad to see. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we've turned a corner with it, so everyone's committed and teams can just continue to grow. I'm hoping that COVID has shown players how much they missed football. So next season, you're, we're all going to be committed and and uh, and do things properly next season because yeah. maybe, maybe just that that kick up the bum of, of not having football and then worrying about it starting back again. Hopefully, exactly, players, yeah. players will will fancy it more next season. But let's see. I think, I think it is the case. Yeah, I think that will be the case, which is good. Let's hope so. So the last question is the open forum section when you get to say thank you to people past and present. Uh, and sponsors and all those types of people uh, for helping yeah. you uh, run black run blacksmiths and keep it going. Yeah, no main main shout out for me goes to um, to Dean who's who ran the first team for so many years. We've we done it together, but he was the manager. I did all the back back office stuff because he, he hates doing it, which is fine. Yeah, uh, I sadly quite enjoy it. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just worked out really well. But he obviously got me into the blacksmiths in the first place from. The, the year they started it, so yeah, shout out to Dino, um, Matt and Tom, my keeper and my skipper who help me out now, Massive, uh, they're, they're really good and they just take a bit of the burden off me with, with silly little things, you know what I mean, so it helps just like if you've got a bit of a, bit of a thought about a player or changing it or something like that, they're just always good in the ear and, and stuff like that. Fantastic. So that's good, and um, yeah, um, <clears throat> Pioneer Selection is a company I work for. Um, recruitment company um, they sponsored us for the first couple of seasons um, was actually when we became the third team it was actually called Blacksmith Pioneer um, okay. we was, that was them so yeah they helped us get off the mark of the kit and stuff so that was really good and um, and this year we get sponsored by my uncle's printing firm MVI Limited um, who are a printing firm down the road from me um, they're, they're, who, he's always helped me out with family discounts and stuff anyway but he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's sponsoring us this year which is really good it's really good to see that we're getting get a sponsor in, in this and, then, and yeah and then just, just, just to to the, the guys at the league especially Alan who's come on board and made things a lot easier as well just in terms of technology and stuff like that uh, he's gone out and um, done some research got a VO recorder for the league so 
certain games would be getting filmed and, and everything. And, and yeah, just, just just really to all the managers um, in the heart tab, also everywhere. It's a, it's a tough old job and a lot of work goes into it. So um, just glad that we're back playing again, really, and, and can enjoy it. Yeah, just on the note of sponsors, teams, sponsors generally for Sunday League team get nothing back. I mean, maybe if you use them to print, maybe if you use your print your uh, Maybe if you use your sponsors next season to print a few bits out for the for presentations or whatever yeah. you have with the club, that's that's essentially all they're going to get back. So it's all good, yeah. it's all goodwill and and kind-hearted sponsors like that um, are like the lifeblood of grassroots football, aren't they? Definitely, yeah. It's, it's very much appreciated, especially this tough time. Right, so Sharpie, that's the end of the interview. I look forward oh, to um, I look forward to working with you next season on the All Around yeah, League weekly good. show. You'll become a familiar voice to the um, the Hearts advertiser uh, listen listeners. Hopefully, you won't be too biased in your section about your rivals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be. I won't be. But I'm sure you'll welcome any input from teams or any any yeah, news course, or, yeah. or interviews that the the teams may want to uh, get in touch with you and have a chat about their games. Um, it'll be fantastic to have another league on board. As I said, I think we're up yeah. to 22 leagues now in the coverage complete from the, from really the podcast site. So it's brilliant. Uh, I look forward to working with you, and I wish you all the best for next season. Thank you very much, Andrew. Cheers, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Mate. Cheers, Starpy. See you later. Bye. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.